Hello and welcome to Myths. Yay! That was too close, too close. Yay! Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest, or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Hello and welcome to Myths, the best podcast in the world. I said it, Dan. I said it. Yeah, we actually, um, someone actually did say that we had the greatest podcast in the world. Who? Uh, Matt's mum. I, uh, I thought you were going to say you just now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my mum wouldn't say that, but uh, uh, you, you've just met my mum uh, this morning. Yeah, right? that's a good thing to start about. I met Matt's mum this morning. Woo! Uh, Mrs. Hoss And uh, not to be too crass But you also slept in her bed last I night I did Dan. sleep in her bed last night Oh yeah Your mum was so accommodating She slept on the sofa bed Yeah And gave me her bed well, And I felt very bad But she seemed adamant So that was nice Well I guess it's just Hospitality That's <laughs> Way! Uh, well, surname is Hoss uh, Thank you I'm Matt Hoss And that's Dan Rhodes and if you are, uh, if if in case you um, need remembering, uh, this is the weekend where Dan is up in Yorkshire. And we've been recording a few podcasts. Uh, well, we've recorded one podcast. podcast yeah, <laughs> we have been really busy. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, Dan's uh, travelled up from uh, London to Darlington yesterday. And Dan, you quite enjoyed Darlington, as we discussed in a previous podcast. But I forgot to mention, as I went to go and pick up Dan, right? I was like, oh, is Dan going to enjoy Darlington? He's not going to think it's too scummy, is it? And, you know, fortunately enough, with Darlington, uh, it's been quite gentrified recently. I'm not sure if it's a it's good thing. It's very pretty, very clean. It's yeah. a lot, it had a lot of money put into it, so the building looks really good. Uh, however, the people haven't like, really changed. It's still quite working class and very... And on the way there, I was like, oh, he's not going to say anything too daunting, is he? And I saw a man sat on a bench drinking some Frosty Jacks at uh, one o'clock in the afternoon, and I was like... Oh man, like that's that's not even a homeless person. That's just a guy who just finished work. You know, like he's wearing a business tie. Uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, well, you also saw me perform at a gig last night, Dan. I did, for the first time in a long time, see Matthew Hoss perform and a comedy. Well, uh, well, you said in the last podcast you're going to give some gig feedback. I was. And you know what? And Dan, I'm ready to hear it. Gig feedback. So well, about you. Uh, before we do that, should we tell them about the gig itself? Just like give some context to the gig. You can do. It was in Leeds. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Leeds Friday night. It was free entry. A bit rowdy, and some people weren't that that into it. But it was it was a nice enough gig. It was good. I actually thought the opposite. Matt keeps saying the audience went into it, but as someone who was sat in the audience throughout the gig, I actually thought the majority of people were very into it. Well, as someone standing on stage, I don't think they were <laughs> that into it. <laughs> um, but Matt was the. You were comparing actually. Yeah. You were kind of um, you were hosting it. And Dan, explain what a compare does. A compare introduces the acts on and off the stage. And they are kind of like the vibe setter for the whole night. The warm-up, so yeah, to speak. They get people uh, motivated and decalibrate the room to the perfect setting, which is what I did. Oh, that's what you were meant to do. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> Gig report? Zero. <laughs> no, Matt, I'm going to start this report by doing a few categories. 
Okay. And then, a bit like Myths, I'm going to rate you... Oh my god, rate me to the scale! I'm going to rate you to the scale of Myths. So okay. So, for those of you who are listening and... or I, We always start this Myths. I'm always... I'm still... I say it every time. If you... Who listens to just this episode? <laughs> who is just listening to episode 17? But anyway, if but you are... It's just resetting. If you are one of those people... You're an idiot. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. If you are one of those people, then... Uh, That's the kind of thing Dan would have said to you. Later on when we do a myth, because believe it or not, this is a myth-based podcast. Uh, <laughs> and we will get to and that. And we will get to that. We'll in just 30 get... minutes time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. I'll be as quick as possible. Uh, but we rank at the end of um, e- each myth, we rank them in uh, four categories. Uh, life skills, uh, morals, creativity, and WTF. You almost forgot that. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, so that, he's th- laughing now. It's like, oh, who forgets? Uh, what, do, what do I do on my own podcast? <laughs> and then we rank them out of ten. So I was thinking about maybe I'll do that for you. Okay, let's go for it. Let's okay. go for it. So let's rank Matt Hall. So we can actually put this on the, the league board. Oh, <laughs> Matt's Leeds, so Matt, Matt Hoss's Leeds gig is in a place called The Pit in Leeds. Yep. For those people who have been there. It's quite a nice little venue, actually. Kind of the den, I think it was called. Down in a little uh, basement at the bottom of a rep. Quite a nice restaurant. Yeah, uh, The Pit is a uh, like a bar and it was really busy. And usually in comedy gigs, if you're performing in a busy bar... And if you're in that bar, it's not going to go well because people aren't there to watch comedy and it's going to be hard work. However, if it's in a room to the side, which it was today, it works nicely because people who are in there just want to watch comedy. And it's a good it's a good way to, uh, uh, you know, just close yourself off from the world a little bit. So, Matt, you came out on stage. Life skills. What so, did you learn? What did I learn about Matt from life skills? <laughs> I actually, there's one thing I'm going to, I mentioned this yesterday, I was very impressed with. Is you the way that you got the audience um, warmed up? Oh, Matt okay. did this very cool thing where I thought, well, I thought it was clever, where he basically asked a few people. You did a few, you did quite a bit of audience participation. Hey, yeah. you, where you're from? Joke, joke, joke. Hey, you, where you're from? Joke, joke, joke. And of those people he spoke to, you very quickly realised that one of the guys that you made a joke about looking like Jesus. Oh yeah, he was very perceptive. Ben, I think his name yes, was. Yeah. He, this guy in the audience was very perceptive. He was like, yeah, up, he was up for it. He wasn't a heck. He wasn't. He was one of those guys that was very up for yes. comedy, but not he wasn't a dick, he wasn't drunk, he was just in a good mood with his mates. Yes, yeah. And then Matt was like, right, this is obviously the go-to guy. Yeah. So you made him the cheerleader. Or, yeah. I don't know, is that something you've done before in gigs yeah. when you've picked on someone that you've, in your audience participation, you've you've identified, oh, this guy. Well, to be honest, I, I thought Ben was a little bit, he was a little bit reluctant to do it, to be honest, when I thought. But he, um, uh, you want to get someone on board who is um, kind of willing to, it, it's, in fact, it's even funny if someone's, reluctant to do it because they uh, you're firstly you're getting them in the mood for comedy because you're getting them clapping and stuff like that um and you're also you know you're kind of getting them uh, uh it, it, but they're also get taken part and they're getting engaged because I, I usually get people from the back of the room who aren't that like, engaged with it i i get them to kind of shout up a bit uh yeah so uh, and, and that's one of the other things i did as well cause kinda, uh, if you bring bring people into the gig they'll be more attentive to it as well because mm. it's just like a community comedian podcast yeah uh, but that was good. And then, um, so what you did is you picked this guy, Ben, as a cheerleader, and then you made him, like, start to clap, and then you made everyone kind of, a bit like a Mexican wave, go yeah. around the room. And there were also four, uh, three lads in the, or four, actually, in the in the front, uh-huh. who were a bit rowdy, and you made them do a Mexican wave every time yeah. that we did an applause. Yeah. And by doing that, and then you got people at the back that weren't really listening, you got them to be, like, yeah, whoop and holler. and They were and, literally chatting like yeah. I was on stage. Um, yeah. So you got them involved, and then... And I like that. So it meant that every time you introduced acts on or off, you were like, Ben, hit it, hit it, go, you know? Yeah. And then everyone 
had their role to play. The guys at the front did the Mexican wave. Yeah. Ben did the cheerleader thing. Guys at the back, you made them whoop and yeah. holler and yeah, boy, woohoo! Yeah. I I like to do it like resident uh, Americans. Yeah, I get resident yeah. Americans be like yeehaw, woohoo, and shoot some guns in the air like ah, don't have gun control. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be careful with that joke because if there is a recent mass shooting, I leave yeah. that out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is you know too frank, yeah, yeah, too, too, ob- yeah too too re- too yeah. Uh, too frequently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. Um, so that was life skills I learned. So how to? I thought that was impressive. How to get a, um, an audience under control quickly, and, and it's by si- and by singling them out and getting them to do certain tasks. Yeah, you, you got you did that very well. And you know, and I also think there's a lot of sex appeal there as well. Yeah. Bottom line, Matt, life skills. I'm giving you a seven. Oh wow. Where where, where could I have improved? Well, I think I'd like to have seen more jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I did a lot of tittering around this. Yeah, like, I, yeah. There was. A, I'd like to see maybe a bit more. You know, a bit more concise. Yeah. Um, morals, Matt. Morals. Now let's think about what Matt did yesterday morally. <laughs> yeah, he um, he did say fuck you to the audience a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. They had to be told. Yeah, had to be told. They had to be told. Um, you also introduced uh, one of the comedians, Tom, after he left the stage because he'd had a very funny encounter with one of the hecklers yeah so explain what happened basically one of the comedians uh, on um, he said to this girl hey Katie well, you know how are you what's your name this girl's like oh my name's Katie and just he, a, a bit of context Tom was like his whole character is quite but, very but sad depressed He's yeah very that's depressing. his like character on stage and um, Katie uh, mentioned how she was doing a business degree and then Tom said, oh, you think you're better than me, don't you, Katie? And so Katie fast, from the so audience fast. really quickly just went, uh, yes. <laughs> well, just, yes. And claps are, that's the biggest reaction to the whole night. Yeah, as well. It was very funny. And Tom was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he dealt with it really well. He dealt well. with it very well. He dealt with it very well. Anyway, after that happened, Matt immediately came on, grabbed the mic and said, oh, well done, cutthroat Katie. You just said that to a man with clinical depression. And uh, I don't know if morally... <laughs> People laughed. So people I laughed. People laughed. But that was funny. Uh, but maybe bottom of the line is, I think yeah. don't highlight someone's depression. Well, in he front was, of the live studio audience. He was very open with it. So he was open with it. I uh, yeah, I didn't pick it open. So uh, I just that was good. I just looked at the scab wound he created. So that was good. Um, so I think it was different about four. There was another nice thing you did. One of the audience members was quite fat, but you mentioned how he was cuddly, and I like how you did that. Oh, because you never, you could have just been like. You know, you, you skipped around. Yeah. You you skipped around the fact that the guy you were talking to about in the audience was um, a little bit plump. Morals. That's thing like a five. Or a five. I'm giving yeah. you a five. I'm giving you a five. Oh, I'm not in the top, mate. I'm not in the top. Now this one's the, this one's probably the one that's going to be the biggest kick in the dick, oh, and that's no. creativity. <laughs> but I, I get a hankering that WT might be quite high. Yeah, creativity. Problem here is I appreciate that you were. You were comparing, so a lot of it was audience work. But actually, I was quite impressed. Oh, wow, really? Some of the things you said were very funny. There was one girl called Nadia, if I remember right, in the audience. (laughs) That was particularly funny. Basically, all of her friends seemed really like they were enjoying the night, except for this one girl in their friendship group that just wasn't having a good time. There there was four girls sat in a row. There was was three girls, all very happy. Then there was uh, Nadia. Was it Nadia? At the end, she sat there, and she had this kind of like... I hate the term, but that kind of arresting bitch face. But like, like, she was just like... She just wasn't smiling or, uh, I'm sure she was enjoying it but she just wasn't but she uh, she wasn't enjoying it but she was sat on like, they, they were all sat on like on the right in the stage a lot of people could see her 
And so I wanted to change that. I wanted to make her a bit smile a bit more. So what did I do, Dan? You uh, basically were like, are you even enjoying this? And she was like, yeah. And then every time you made a joke, you would make everyone look at her. To see if she, if her reaction was good or wrong. I made her the grandmaster laugher, so she's the, the judgmental. Uh, she can judge jokes or not. So if uh, if um, if a joke, if I, every time I told a joke, um, and you know, I refer back to her, she liked it or not. So she give me a thumbs up. And I said this. This is something I'm not proud of. But I said, oh, if you like it, give us a thumbs up. And if you don't like it, just do your face, and, uh, which is not okay, is it? That- and people were like, what? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So that was very creative. And then actually some of you, you actually did some of your joke jokes were very creative. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, in that particular segment, actually, you did your vegan puns. Oh, yeah. To see if she was warmed uh, up enough. Because I said, oh, I'm going to tell some shit jokes to kind of test this theory. You tell me if they're good or not, okay? And uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, I was just trying to think of what, what like, one line of the jokes to do. Uh, I was actually trying to think of a really old joke I used to tell, but I couldn't think of it. And then I was just like, oh... And I realised I was on stage for a long time, I was like, oh, oh, but, like, I don't have any shit jokes, all my stuff's golden. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> when I'm on stage, I'm like, I'm this faux arrogant dick, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought, overall, your jokes were very creative. Um, I thought they were particularly, they were quite funny. Yeah. I also have to give you some creativity because Matt did plug myths quite well yesterday. Yes, he I'm, did mention I'm, it. I made a guy at a bar called Stephen uh, download it. Stephen, um, hope you listen to this. This is a shout out yeah, to you. Yeah, shout out to Stephen. But if you didn't download it, because I saw you didn't subscribe to it in front of me, so <laughs> I'll be judging you. No, welcome to this. <laughs> welcome. You're welcome, Stephen. Uh, creativity? I'm going to say 11. I was going to say a 6. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And then WTF? Ten, <laughs> probably like an eight. I'm going straight off with an eight. Really? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I because could, you I... made some funny jokes. You, the whole living in a caravan thing was quite funny. You kept hitting on both male and female audience members. As members of the podcast will know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what score are we giving you, Matt? I got twenty six. Yeah, that's all right. I'm better than uh, last week's episode. So yeah, that's all well right. done, Matt. Twenty six. I'm okay. I'm happy with that. Yeah. And that wasn't that even was a good... ranking your, your your gig. You know. Yeah. Now I'm gonna think you know, the paradigm man I am. It's also but... important to notice that actually Matt was definitely one of the better ones oh, on that night. Thank you. Um some of them were very shit. <laughs> I'm not sure if we can broadcast that, but <laughs> <laughs> well you can't look, you can't be in comedy. if they are listening then you've got to be able to tell I'm not saying I'm not mentioning names but but they know who they are because as a comedian you know if you were good or not. Yeah. Did they laugh? No. I don't think I was very good, like <laughs> And that guy's name was Matt Hobbs. But I did get the impression that some of the comedians, and this is, again, not saying names, because we had a conversation in the car on the way back uh, from Leeds. Uh, I got the impression that one or two of them that were not great still thought they were good. And I don't think that's a very good, um, I don't think that's a particularly good trait to have as a comedian, because you should be able to know whether you're good or not. Well, that's the thing. I think when you're at open mic acts, um, there's a level of delusion there, because I feel, when you first start out, when you tell a joke... um, the reaction you if you get a couple of titters you're like oh lots of people laughed or if you know um, three people laugh in a room of ten that, that's thirty percent of the audience but maths yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> hashtag good at maths uh, um, but yeah I feel like yeah it, so you, your levels and taste of comedy are very low uh, so what you what that actually builds is that the uh, the more crazy acts the crazy open mic acts uh, and the, the genius open mic acts so the ones that will have a career. Um, so the genius and the uh, the crazy um, open mic acts, who are both 
they had the same level of ego. They both think they're amazing comedians. And one is right and one is definitely wrong. And so that, that egotism kind of translates across. Yeah. I'm not saying all open mics are like that, but sometimes they just don't learn and evolve. They're very, very stagnant, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. I will also mention that that Tom guy, the one that we mentioned about, the yeah, we push, meant Tom he Short. was he was very good, and very I'm, good. I was very impressed. Tom, if you're listening, thumbs up. Uh, he's actually doing his first Edinburgh hour uh, uh, in August. Uh, his name's Tom Short. Do check him out, and uh, <laughs> I'll probably he'll probably be on the Drunk Comedian podcast at some point. So he's a lovely man as well. So do yeah, check him out. Very funny. Very funny. Anyway, uh, anyway, should we do some ifs, Matt? What? Is that what we do now? Yeah, this is what we do on this podcast, guys. We uh, we actually are meant to be doing some Greek mythology. We're going to read out a myth. Uh, I've brought one with me today, Matt. So whoa, 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 uh, then, before like we can't start the myth right now. We need to have the jingle, then go into the myth section. You know, we can't just sorry, sorry, can't go sorry, do the myth in sorry. the intro. Okay, do myths is the jingle is coming in five, four, three, two, one. Now, come now. Why is it not now? Why is it not working? I am the editor, Dan. I choose when it happens, okay? It's gonna happen in three, two, one, now. And cease. Wow, that jingle really does, um, it really just does do what you. I didn't realise it. Had I, su- you had such power over the jingle. Well, I have power all over the whole podcast, and I can ed- well, like in some of the episodes, I've edited you to be a massive racist. <laughs> the, some of the things you said have been abhorrent. Uh. Um, anyway, Matt, um, as I was saying earlier, before you rudely um, <laughs> made were, you into a racist, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I've got a myth for us today. Oh, well, we used to do like um, we used to bring alternate myths, but then Dan ran out of myths. Uh, so um, we are. Uh, so this is quite a. This is pretty fresh for us for you to bring in the myth so uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it well it's my gift to you from uh, from Wimbledon you brought from Wimbledon yeah it's it's my book (laughs) (laughs) it's actually Matt's book (laughs) but we just to us I gave Dan some fake I was like oh Dan you said Matt gave me a book and was like hey read this see if you've got any good ideas and I found one (laughs) alright so it is mine basically also what's mine is yours because we're best friends uh, it's nice you don't say that to my friends when because uh, I was saying to Dan uh, in the green room afterwards we were chatting it's like, oh this is my podcast partner and they were like oh is this your partner it's like no but he is like the most significant relationship I've ever been in and he's like I don't feel that way <laughs> friendships are the best relationships yes well is it I nah don't... probably not yeah. I, you don't see Zeus having a lot of friendships do you uh, no so Matt the myth in question is the Caledonian boar hunt ooh uh, is it a bit like the Erythenian boar from Hercules? It is similar in the sense that both contain a boar. <laughs> but does it terrorise um, villages with its tusks? Uh, I believe so, but let's find out, shall okay, we? Okay, yeah. Take it away, Daniel. Okay. So, Matt, this myth concerns uh, quite a few main characters. Mm-hmm. And I apologise for some of the pronunciations. As you know, I'm really great at this sort of thing. Pronunciations. Pronunci- oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> See, it's fun to do it, isn't it? Like, <laughs> see, I, I, lost, I lost points for morals on that, but, you know, it's fine. Althei and Aeneas had a son named Meliagros. 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 However, according to some myths, uh, apparently Meliagros, his father is the uh, god of war, Ares. So that's pretty cool. We haven't really done much about Ares. Ares, god of war. That is exactly I've, how I picture Ares sounding. I actually just bought the brand new uh, god of war game on PS4. 
And uh, did you ever play that franchise, Dan? Uh, God of War? Yeah. Uh, not really, Do you know but I know about it? it. Yeah. Basically, a guy called Kratos. Um, the new one comes out now-ish. As I said, I've just bought it. Oh. Like, literally what I just said. But... I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> and I notice, like, every time I say something, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to say my own thing. Uh, um, I, I used to be a massive fan of the franchise, and God of War is a, um, it's where a guy called Kratos is hired by Ares to God of War, and what happens is that uh, um, Kratos gets revenge on it. Uh, Ares, he kills the God of War, which he's a human, so that's impossible, but, like, it's, but he, it goes through this task, and it's really awesome. Uh, it's a very good franchise. And also in God of War 3, he kills all the gods. Like, he kills, like, Zeus, Hades. And, uh, it's really epic. It's very brutal. Uh, Matt and, likes video games. <laughs> and I'm single. <laughs> anyway, so we've got this guy. He's Ares' son, uh, Meliagros. Okay. And I, I believe this story actually is in Homer's Iliad. Um, okay. Which is obviously you know quite a bit about. Uh, out of all the epics, Iliad's the one I know the least. Because there's... Um, I remember for our classics level, we had to skip over quite a lot of it because um, it was a um, there's a lot, a lot of the content we didn't have to talk about. It was mostly to do with the warfare and Achilles and I think books. Uh, uh, I think it's eighteen, um, twenty two and twenty four. I think um, yeah. So uh, there's there's a lot of in the Iliad. There's a lot of faff. You know, for example, book two of the Iliad. It's uh, called the Catalogue of Boats, where Homer he obviously had a writing that they had a deadline that day. He's like, oh, I need to get, I need to hit eight thousand words. So he just he just catalogues every single boat that travels from Greece to Troy. <laughs> like, like literally, it's so boring. It's like then the Argonian fleet left Argos, and uh, on it was Jason, Peter. Gabriel, it's like, why are you doing this, Homer? It's like, it's like George R. R. Martin, but for fucking, like, you're just like, oh my god, man. Uh, should we read it out at some point? Sounds like a fascinating read. <laughs> it yeah. is great. Anyway, back to Meliagros. When Meliagros was seven days old, the fates decreed that he would die when the brand burning on the hearth was all burnt out. Hearth, by the way. And we know a hearth is a fire pit, because we had that discussion with <laughs> Prometheus when I Never learned. was a moron. Yeah. Never learn. So Althea, his mother, in- instantly extinguished it and put it in a chest for safekeeping. So she's like, "Well, if the fire is not not burning, then it can never the stuff in it can never burn out." Yeah, that is it's first clever, very clever. <laughs> uh, Meliagros grew into uh, a splendid hero, but there was no way he could cheat his destiny. Matt, he is going to die. I guess that means yeah. So basically, the the Caledonian boar hunt. This all starts because there was a ceremony in which Ionius dedicated the first fruits of the crops to all the gods. So he's doing a ceremony to the gods. Okay. However, he forgot to include Artemis as one of the gods. Ooh. Ooh, and you know what gods are like? It's like him forgotten to bring someone to the party. He's like, oh shit, oh, you know, no. I, forgot to, I forgot to invite your sister. Um, Artemis is, of course, Diana in the Roman mythology. And the god of? Uh, hunting and... Um, the Lewinus. Yeah, and it was her deer, was it not? That um, yes. Hercules... The hind. Um, um, killed, in, yeah. Labour, three. <laughs> In her, in, in Artemis's rage, she's really angry that Ionius hasn't done this. Yeah. In her rage, she sent down the Caledonian boar, a massive beast of extraordinary strength, <laughs> which caused widespread destruction to both livestock and humans, and stopped anyone farming the land. <laughs> the gods, they really go, they don't do halves, do they? Yeah, they're like, oh, someone didn't invite me to a party? Well, fuck you then, here's a terrorising boar. Yeah, which, ma- <laughs> which is very similar to the Erythenian boar, may I say. It is very yeah. similar to an Erythenian boar. They have um, very... Uh, they've obviously just got like a stockpile of these yeah. ravenous war pigs that they just... <laughs> <laughs> ravenous war pigs is their cool band name, yeah. man. <laughs> Ionius' response 
And this is uh, Meliagros' son, uh, dad, of course. Yeah. Ionius' response was to call together a stellar lineup of heroes with the promise that whoever <gasps> slew the boar would get his skin as a prize. Whoa. <laughs> That's a terrible prize for getting all these heroes. It's like, hey, uh, get Michael Bublé, Robbie Williams, mm. and, uh, you know, Harry Styles down, and whoever wins the singing competition... Gets a free Coke. Yeah. <laughs> so these heroes... Now, this really is um, the Avengers of yes, Greek mythology yes, heroes. Yes. This is basically, yeah, the, the Avengers... We're going to call them the Greek Avengers, okay? The Greek Avengers... Can we call the episode title the Greek Avengers? Greek Avengers. <laughs> the Greek Avengers. So uh, let's name some of the heroes that we've got. So we've got Meliagros, obviously, this yeah. this guy. He's uh, definitely the son. Hawkeye of the group, He's the Hawkeye he? of the group. We've got Theseus. Now we know who yes. Theseus is. De- uh, right. Uh, so Theseus obviously appeared in that uh, initial episode, uh, episode one. Obviously, <laughs> and uh, that's we, how numbers work. <laughs> good at maths. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, we we, we didn't take to Theseus because he was a bit of a dick. No. He left Ariadne on the island. He f- accidentally killed his mm. dad. Killed the Minotaur, which didn't really want to hurt him. No. Uh, and also, uh, King Minos also didn't like him as mm. well. Um, but he's kind of an accidental Greek hero in the sense that he kills the Minotaur, and everyone's like, "Well, I guess he's our savior now." <laughs> well, in all fairness to him, he did kill. Um, he, he did some other stuff too, didn't he? I think he also killed the uh, the. The Minotaur's dad, because uh, Hercules lets him free, uh, and then Theseus kills him. Uh, so he, he has some heroic acts. He also goes to the underworld at some point with his friend called Bill or something like that. I don't know. Uh, he does go to the underworld at some point. So that's pretty cool. Um, so we've got Theseus in the lineup. We've got Jason from Jason and the Argonauts. Wow. We haven't done that as a myth yet, but we will. We will do. Yeah. Um, this is so cool. We man. will do. Uh, but we all you need to know is Jason and the Argonauts. He, well, actually, you, you explain briefly who Jason is. We will, obviously we will do the Argonauts at some point. Uh, for, oh, to be honest, I, I don't know. He's a guy that went on an adventure, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. So he, Jason and his Argonauts went went on a massive. Uh, uh, epic cruise uh, and I think he was in the search of the golden fleece which is like a, a golden piece of armour uh, I don't really know too much about the Argonauts quest to be honest but he's just known as a good hero and I think he's quite moral uh, some other heroes were also present that you might know about um, they are Castor and Polydukes Yes, uh, we, I think we kind of came across them before as well. Uh, these were people who were in their... They're brothers, are they? Yes, they are twin brothers. Castor and... It's either Polyduces or Pollux. He's well preferred, um, known as Pollux. We'll call well. him Pollux in this. Yeah. It'll be easier. Castor and Pollux. That's obviously his full name, Polyduces. Yeah, but... Pollux is like his cool uh, street name, you know. Hey, man, call me Pollux. <laughs> uh, that's absolute Pollux, mate. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a lorry brand company called Pollux. Uh, I think it's got to do with travelling. I think that's yeah. what Pollux... Uh, okay, but, but what, what did they do? They are called the Dioscuri. Uh, so basically, they are just those two are quite fundamental in um, in Greek mythology because they're called the sons of Zeus, and they were uh, the brothers of he- uh, Helen, uh, Helen of Troy, and Clytemnestra Clytomet- as well. They, these people crop up across time as well, and uh, they because uh, those Castor and Pollux are both twins, uh, as were uh, Helen and Clytemnestra. But, but I think Helen and Clytemnestra came out of an egg. I think they uh, did. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I think these. Why? Why wouldn't they? Yeah, because. <laughs> That's that's how it goes. Uh, but essentially, am I right? Well, Helen and Clytemestra did they not come out of the egg of the l- leader yes, of the swan? And yes. Zeus? Yeah. When See, Zeus had sex with a swan, and then oh no, Zeus transformed into a swan yeah. to swallow away a, a woman, yeah. and then Clytemestra and Helen came out Lady of the egg. egg. Yeah. Yeah. And then these are their twin brothers. Yes. Okay. And- and uh, yeah, so they were born of normal nature, but like uh, yeah, they're an important part of Greek mythology. Castor yeah. and Pollux. So we've got. Meliagros, we've got Theseus, we've got Jason, and then we've got these two twins, Castor and Pollux. So we've got a real, and, and lots of other people that will, will, will crop up in a minute, but we've got some real, okay. some real Avengers A-listers of hero, Greek heroes, all, all ready to kill the boar. Uh, okay, so um, there's Meliagros. 
Meliagros, Theseus, Jason, Catherine Pollock. Yeah. Who? Let's let's align into their their um, Avengers role. So we have Iron Man, Captain okay. America, Hulk, uh, Hawkeye. As we said, I think Meliagros is Hawkeye. He's a bit like the nerdy one. Well, I'm thinking Meliagros is actually Iron Man in the sense that it's his dad that caused all this problem by not. Hmm. By not worshipping Artemis. But does he, is he cool, though? Is he cool? You don't think he's cool. Well, ja- i tell you who's, who is going to be Iron Man. Jason. Jason the Argonauts. Yes, and he's so, also got the Iron Fleece. Well. Yeah. Iron Man. Okay. Jason's Iron Man. Okay, uh, we'll have Meliagros as Captain America. Yes, because he's bringing the team together. He's, he's bringing the team together. Theseus has got to be... Um, he's got to be Hawkeye, isn't he? Not a... Uh, no, I think Theseus is a dick, so maybe maybe he's like Loki or something like Loki, that. Loki, okay. <laughs> Theseus is like Loki, he's just there. Uh, Catherine Pollock's maybe... Well, maybe Catherine Pollock's could be like Hawkeye and Black, uh, yeah, Black, yeah, uh, Black yeah. Widow. Hawkeye and Black Widow, I like this, I like this. And so, what, what does that make... Oh yeah, uh, we have a Hulk somewhere, but why don't we put Loki slash Hulk for Theseus? Yeah, yeah. Okay. In fact, oh, wait, I've just realised. Wait. wait, I've just realised who is going to be Black Widow. Who? Because let me. Shall I continue? I've just read on. Yeah. So it wasn't just these guys that are present. Um, Ionius, who again is Meliagros's dad, he's the one that is causing yeah. all this problem by not worshiping Artemis. Um, he got all these people and many others together for nine days, but problems occurred on day ten, when Cepheus and Anconius and many others so some of the lesser heroes yeah. that just happened to be there Ant-Man and Wasp yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they refused to go hunting with one of the heroes called Atlanta because she's a woman so there's what? Black Widow uh, yes oh, oh that's really sad that's actually. really sad so one of the, the all these people have gathered to kill this war you know all the greatest heroes from around the land one of them happens to be a woman called Atlanta and all the, some of the guys are, are refusing to go hunt the boar because they there's a woman present you know, it's my attitudes haven't changed yeah. in 3,000 years. <laughs> exactly. However, Meliagros, being the Captain America, he forced them to go, um, but primarily because, uh, not because he thought it was right to have, a, you know, because he's being like, hey guys, this is sexist. Yeah. It's purely for his own gain. Uh, he forced them to go because he wanted to impress Atlanta. <laughs> because he wanted, <laughs> it says here that he wanted her to have his babies. Oh, wow. So, um, he's, he's, wow. But, catch... He's he's already married. <gasps> it's a bit naughty, that isn't it? Oh man, oh, a bit naughty that. There's a bit of a plot arc going on because he's trying to be nice. He's actually been like like a bit of a nice guy. It's like he's he's trying to be nice for the sake of getting into her pants. You know what I mean? Which is not nice. Yeah, guy. hey guys, like let let her. Hey, Lando, I, I always I've got your back. Don't listen to the guys. But inside, he's like, oh man, yeah. I want to have your babies. <laughs> It's like you're reading my inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but he is married, so it's a bit naughty, that is. Do you know what? Right, this is genuinely annoying me, right? But can I... We need to have Thor in there somewhere, Thor and the Hulk. So when we uh, when we have one of the, le- the lesser heroes we just talked but they can be Hawkeye and Black Widow. How we put um, uh, Caster as Thor, or, or maybe Theseus as Thor, and then... Okay, uh, Theseus is Thor. Did the, I don't know if this matters. It does. It, genuinely, I'm getting so annoyed by it because, like, for the last two minutes of you talking, I was like, yes, but the superheroes are wrong. We missed out Thor and Spider Man. Yeah, but. Yeah, that's, I'm not going to. That's just a myth, you know. We're all here for myths, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, but. Anyway, like, these Avengers, the Greek Avengers. Greek Avengers. Are going. The Grengers. Gr- Gr- that's awful. That's awful. Let's not stick that. Call it. Anyway, so the hunt still goes ahead. He, Meliagros has managed to convince everyone that just because she's a girl doesn't mean we can't go hunting. And all the heroes have said, Oh, fine. Oh my God, you're throwing Nazis. Oh my yeah. God. So the hunt went ahead. But Matt didn't start well. They found the boar quite quickly. Obviously, they're heroes. And they surrounded the boar. 
Uh, and it killed two of them straight off the bat. Oh, who did it kill? Uh, it's killed two people that we it literally we don't know. It just so two it, less no, no one important. No one, none of the none of the important guys. Aiden Coulson got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eventually being. And the... then uh, one of the guys who was present, a guy called Pilius, he throws a javelin at the boar, misses, and hits another guy on the hunt <laughs> called Eutreon. Uh So Eutreon's now. <laughs> So the boars kill two people, and one of the guys is thrown a javelin and killed someone else. He's so got his own goal. So three are already dead, one of which was Friendly Fire. Imagine this is not great. Was like, okay, also, first... this is meant to be a group of heroes, and one of them is... <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is not good. You, reckon... you can imagine that just happening. Like The boar instantly kills two people. I've got this, throws a javelin, kills another guy, and everyone's like, right, great star, boys. Well, then you're a trio modern. Yeah, Pel- Peleus. You're yeah. a trio's the one that's dead. Oh, right, He's yeah. the one that got hit by the javelin. Do you reckon uh, Peleus is the first ever American, you know, friendly fire? Yeah. <laughs> Satire! Boom! However, up comes Atlanta. She's like, watching this from afar, thinking, this is just an absolute shambles. She's like Brienne of Tonk from Game of Thrones. Yeah, she thinks this is an absolute t- shambles. She's like, I'm just going to do this straight off the bat. So she gets out her arrow, and she shoots the boar right in the back. Boom. She's actually hit the boar for yeah. once. And everyone's like, oh, thank God, someone's actually um, following and then another guy on the hunt, Amphitheros, he hits the boar in the eye with his arrow. So the boar's now got one in the eye, one in the back. And then Meliagros is like, hey guys, I've got this. Captain America whips out his sword, stabs it right in the face. Wow. And the boar is dead. And do you know what he does? Because you remember the winner was... Gets the skin. Gets the skin. And he's decided that, you know what? It's only fair that Atlanta gets the skin. That... Peleus gets it. He killed, <laughs> killed you. You were a dick, man. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, Peleus. We were all thinking <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, cheers, man. Woo. It was actually a plot all along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, oh, get an angry pig on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all these guys are standing around, and Meliagros is, has finished the final blow, but because Atlanta was the first one to actually hit it, he's, he's presented her the skin. He says, hey, Atlanta, mm-hmm. you have it. Oh, that's nice. Is is it like, a, again, is this a sly move on his behalf, though? Is it? It is, but it. Doesn't go down well with the other guys, Matt. Doesn't go down with the other guys. The other guys are incensed and so appalled that a woman got the prize that they take the skin from her. So they wrestle it off her. Yeah, so this incenses the other guys and they steal the skin from her and take it for themselves and they make it sound like... They they do it on the pretext that Meliagros clearly didn't want it. So... Yeah. Like, you would rather give it to a woman. You obviously didn't want it, mate. We'll have it. Saw me. Uh, yeah. yeah, screw you. Uh, but that's. I also don't like the idea that, like, Atlanta got the first hit, and she's the only one that actually she started off like the, uh, actually doing something helpful. But then uh, Meliagros, who did kill it in all fairness, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you." It's like, Which well, we do know is because he fancies her. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's so like no, she helped. She did the most help. You know, she stunned yeah. it. You know. Two, there were two brothers on the hunt. The, they're the sons of Thestios. We don't know their names, but their dad is obviously Thestios. <laughs> and um, these two go. boys end up actually taking it for themselves. And Meliagros uh, isn't very happy about it. So he follows them, and his response in the Greek way, he murders them. <laughs> of course. Yeah, he murders them. However, turns out these the sons of these two boys, the Thestios brothers, um, they're actually... They're actually his uncles. They're his mother's brothers. Okay. Uh, um, so, that's a, so already there's a lot of dis, dis, dispute in the family because his dad's obviously... Well, yeah. his dad's done this. His dad's was the reason the boar was even a thing in the first place. And now he just killed his mum's... Uh, now he's just killed his uncles his because they stole... Sure. Yeah, because they stole the 
skin off of his, you know, the girl he fancies. Also, I like how they're called the Thiesy Boys, like yeah. the Beastie Boys. <laughs> so he kills his uncles and gives the skin back to Atlanta. However, his mother is so angry that he's done this. Mm-hmm. His own mother is so angry that he's done this that she takes out the... Do you remember the prophecy that if the fire burns out that yes. he would die? Yeah. She goes to the chest, takes out the hearth, Huff. lights it immediately, and it all and all the wood burns out, and um, he dies. Wow, just instantly. Just instantly, he well, dies. Wait, so her 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 response to oh, you kill my brothers, I'm so angry at you. Why would you kill a member of your own family? It's to kill a member of her own family. family. Yeah, like instantly, like <laughs> like you didn't even talk to him about it. Like it's pretty messed up, huh? Yeah, this is crazy, man. Um, it's also worth mentioning that. Um, Apparently, in the Iliad, there's another version of the story. I guess this is a bit like some of the other myths we've done, where there's more than gotcha. one version. Yeah. In another version of the story, they, the, these sons of Theistios, the brothers, Thiesty or his boys. uncles, the Theistie boys, we're going to call them the Theistie boys, his uncles, they actually take the skin, not because they're outraged that um, Atlanta. Atlanta got it, but the fact that one of them thinks that he's the one whose arrow killed the boar. Oh, it's, it, that's a bit more of a claim, though, isn't it? That's a bit more like, I'm pretty sure it's mine. Yeah, you know? he's like, I'm pretty sure I killed it. And then Mayla Agros is like, no, I did, so therefore... Yeah, it's mine. And they're like, no, I mean, it's all fair you giving it to this girl. That's nice and all, but actually it's not yours to give. It's mine. See, that's less of them being dicks, though, isn't it? So. Yeah, however, the, in this version, um, <laughs> again, because people in the Greek world yeah. seem to go over the top... Um, this starts an argument so fierce that it ends off sparking a war... In which the uh, a race of people called the Corets they end up besieging a whole city. <laughs> wow! Wow! Um, and <laughs> over a pigskin. And Meliagros is so outraged that this started a war and that a city is now burned to the ground that he gets on a sailboat. You're the expert there. Jeans, but oh, tell me where and I'll. Jeans, ASB book specialist. <laughs> he gets on a boat and he's like, "This is ridiculous." He gets on a boat, sails to the Thiesty Boys, yeah, and then he murders them. <laughs> And do you know what happens after that? Then the same ending. His uh, mother's like, um, did you just kill my brothers? Um, and there is also a third version where his mother actually doesn't murder him. It's actually that um, Meliagros, after killing the uncles, is then like, basically in the, in the, in the f- in fighting them, he also dies. Yeah. So maybe that's a bit of a nicer I've, ending. Well, I He gets what he came for. But that... Yeah, but then again, I feel so... It's, it's so weird that uh, they, they never talk about anything, do they? Yeah. There's no diplomacy. It's yeah, a- however, in that same version, where he dies by Cut, the sword, yeah. his mother and his wife... Are, remember, this whole time he's had a wife, even though he's yeah. fancied Atlanta. <laughs> don't forget that. Um, his mother and wife are so upset that they hang themselves. Whoa, okay. Oh, whoa. That's so sad. Yeah. Why and- is everything so extreme? And this... His wife just killed herself over a guy that was planted jizz up another lady. Yeah, and all the female mourners at the funeral for both the the uncles, Meliagros, and then the two women, because this is all all because of a boar. Yeah. Um, the female mourners at this particular funeral, um, they all get turned into guinea fowl by the gods. <laughs> uh, because I don't know why. Yeah. But the gods turn them into guinea fowl, and um, guinea fowl apparently is Meliagrides in Greek, it's called. Yeah, Apparently that's the yeah. word for guinea fowl in Greek. We might uh, have to double check that, but this is what my sources are telling it's, me. It's, <laughs> it's probably true. Carrying on from all that, so that's the boar hunt itself. We know what happened there. A few heroes, da 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 da. Um, it's also worth mentioning that actually, in, in amongst all that, your Theseus's and your Jasons, yeah. and they obviously actually do very little. 
They just turned up. They just they, turned up. They, essentially, they? They, did, they were there for the press launch, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah. were just like, yeah, uh, well, we better get a piece of this. Well, I imagine like, they were like, you know, they're probably just there to... Uh... <laughs> My head was like, slave pussy. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. <laughs> um, but there's another thing that's quite interesting after all this is that um, Atlanta, just a bit about her. Um, Did she boar, boar Hunter's side, she had a bit of a traumatic childhood, Matt. Because her father only wanted male children. Okay. So when she was born, um, they uh, her father took her and uh, hid her in the woods mm-hmm. to starve to death yeah. by exposure or whatever. He just kind of left her to die oh. as a baby. Um, but she was discovered by a bear. <laughs> who suckled her <laughs> what this is mythology Matt you should be ready for this by now uh, but luckily a bear found her and it suckled her you mean she suckled on the bear she suckled on not the bear not the bear like, <laughs> suckling a kid yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's, not... that's two things I've never said before <laughs> um, a paedophile bear <laughs> yeah so she's been found by this not a paedophile bear paedophile um, she's been found by the bear and she's um, suckled the bear until some hunters came and took her in. And then as an adult, Atlanta lived um, a bit like Artemis. Um, just a... It says here, a virgin hunting in the woods. <laughs> well, just no, one of those... Not after that pedo bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, it's very Jungle Book, this, isn't it? Being taken in by a bear, and then... Yeah, and then, uh, this is quite funny, actually. Uh, she's just some, yeah, wild woman hunting in the woods. Yeah. Um, she's obviously got a bit of a name for herself as a hunter, which is why she was even invited to yeah. go on the hunt in the first place. And um, there's one story here about when she she was so good, she was so strong and so better than so much better than men, that there was a wedding she went to where she beat a guy wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> in a wrestling match. They, obviously at a wedding. Obviously That's, at a wedding they had a wrestling match. Dan, if I ever get married, <laughs> will you wrestle guess, at my wedding? guess who the guy she, the, who she beat at the, in the wrestling match was? Who? It's only Peleus, the guy, <laughs> that, the guy that killed... Uh, <laughs> the guy with a god complex, yeah. The guy who killed someone with the javelin during yeah. the war hunt. I feel like he's just a bit useless. Why well, is he around? There's a couple of main themes here. Pe- Peleus is obviously, like, his dad was very rich, so he's kind of like, you know, uh, he, he expected a lot of life, but he doesn't achieve that much. Another reoccurring thing is that uh, Atlanta um, uh, is also her whole life is, is sexist. You know, her dad wants her to uh, uh, it wants all guys, and then in here it's all uh, guys who don't think against her, even though she's actually really powerful as well. Mm. But, uh, she beats Peleus as yeah. well. She um, also is famous for killing uh, two centaurs. Tried to rape her. Whoa! And she uh, she murdered them both. Well, fucking good on her. Like, I, that's an awful situation to be in. Yeah. But she was strong enough to repel those attacks. She shouldn't have to. But oh my god, like, she must be very strong. Uh, she must have a a mic, like uh, an incredible mic to yeah, incredible push, woman. Off, push off these two centaurs. Um, no, it's also worth noting that this whole time, um, obviously, her her father thinks she's dead. Her parents think she's dead. Yes, because she's been raised by the bear and the hunters. Yeah. And, you know, she eventually, in later life, rediscovered her parents. Okay. And in rediscovering her father, he didn't recognise her, and he tried to marry her. Oh, no. Oh, no. Of course that happened. It's like, hey, do I recognise you from somewhere? <laughs> hey, do you want to get married? It's she also your- had a lot of other... Now, some people are finding this very sexist. They don't like her, that this woman's so, you know, getting all the glory. Yeah. But some men, apparently, pretty into it. So they, uh, okay. she had a lot of male suitors. Yeah, one of them, of course, being her dad. But we'll yeah, skip over that. Um, how how times change? Yeah, well, not in Yorkshire. <laughs> no, not in Yorkshire. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, a lot of guys are very interested in her. So um, they 
she makes a competition mm-hmm. to see who will get her hand in marriage. That also um, happens in the Odyssey with, um, oh god, I forgot her name, is it Penelope? Um, it's Odysseus' wife, I think it's Penelope, but I might be wrong. Yeah, because uh, there's lots of suitors, Odysseus has been gone for 20 years, and uh, she does a competition to see who's worthy mm. of filling his yeah. place. Um, and basically, it's quite a hardcore challenge slash competition, <laughs> in that there can only be one winner and everyone else will die. <laughs> So they Which, basically all have to fight. There's a series of challenges, and they all have to fight to the death. Yeah, and the winner, the only survivor, the sole survivor of the competition, gets her hand in marriage. Would you be that keen over a girl? Like to be like, would you be able to well, uh, risk your life for a girl? Like for a girl you don't know as well, because she could be like, she might uh, have different tastes to you. She doesn't like modern art, mm. you know. Um, it's worth noting that the guy who won, uh, loads died basically, <laughs> and the guy that won was a guy called. Hippomenes. 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 Um, good old Hippomenes. Yeah. And he won not only the competition, but he also managed to um, get some golden apples from Aphrodite. Oh, wow. And he gave them to her. And that's nice, isn't it? That's pretty. Golden apples are very. Uh, that's pretty top range. Pretty right? top range. Um, but mar- marriage was a difficult institution for a wild girl, uh, for poor Atlanta. Um, there's a story here that when her and her new husband, Hippomenes, they were out hunting. Uh-huh. And they stumbled upon upon a precinct of Zeus, and like a temple basically. Yeah. And they violated it. They violated it by uh, having sex in the <laughs> yeah. temple. They had sex in Zeus's temple. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> Bet he suckled on her for a bit. Yeah, and Zeus was very upset with this. How dare you violate my temple by yeah. violating your temples? Another bore. Yeah, Avengers Part no, Two. He um, did a very. He did a. Actually, this is not maybe too bad. He transformed them into a lion and a lioness. That's not all right. Bad. Not bad. You probably should have tried to have sex with it, though, which is uh, always a problem. Uh, but another, um, uh, but one of the goddesses, Cybele, who we haven't really come across much, but she's kind of the god of uh, something. It's called the Mother of Gods, or the Great Mother. And, uh, yeah, she's uh, around the time of Rhea uh, and Zeus. Around that, uh, okay. uh, no, Rhea and um, Kronos as well. Okay, right? around, okay. around one of the time. originals. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. Anyway, this particular god, Cybele, she takes pity on them. And um, she just uses... Well, I say take pity on them. She uses... She ties both the lines up to her chariot. <laughs> wow. But it doesn't take very long until they kind of... She eventually takes even more pity on them and turns them back into humans. So, but this is all happening before the boar hunt. So she's had quite a... Quite a life. Yeah, she's... Uh, she's a... A well-worn woman, so to speak. She, she's done a lot with her life. Um, but that's kind of the, the end of the myth. But I, I guess in Greek mythology, it served a purpose as um, trying to explain the... Uh, gender roles within yes. society, and this yeah. showed that actually the Greeks didn't mind a woman that had a bit of a a I, wild side, or a, I guess it's a meritocracy as well, because she's obviously in a in a she's a woman in a in a very male dominated field, i.e., yeah. hunting and literally wrestling, in a field, and, literally in a field, yeah. <laughs> and but yes, yeah, so I feel that um, I feel yeah. There's a lot often uh, the tropes of in Greek and Roman literature where women are seen as uh, warriors and stuff like that, like the Amazons. Uh, and, like, I think it is seen as meritocracy. Like, there is, well, I guess, stuff like Lysistrata, uh, one of the Greek uh, comedies by Aristophanes, uh, it's about women and uh, they, they take over the city. Uh, and it's uh, the whole point is supposed to be a comedy that, oh, women take over a city. That's not, uh, it's supposed to be laughable. Uh, however, uh, taking over the army, even. Um, yeah, I think there's a certain amount of meritocracy there that, like, if you do well and you're good, you'll be. They praise for that. So I don't think it's as sexist as you would think, but it's pretty sexist, I would say. But yeah, thanks for that myth, Dan. 
there's gonna be a jingle in one, two, three, four, five. Damn, I fucking told you it's happening. Now. <laughs> Damn that! One day I'll get that jingle to do what I wanted to do. Uh, now it's not finished yet. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah. So um, that's a cool myth, Dan. It's, I think it's slightly different to what we had, but different in a good way. But it's know? not one that I've heard of, or I don't think other people have heard of. That you've never heard of. But like it had a, some it had some recurring characters in it. It's a bit like a B side, like a bit of a deep cut, like an album track. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. uh, it was good. Uh, it was something fun. I thought something a little bit different. Yeah, and I think in all fairness, it had a lot of different stuff to it as well. But we're going to rank it in a second. So if you're not used to this podcast, we uh, we rank we rank this podcast. Uh, uh, we did it earlier, didn't we? Yeah, we literally did it earlier with you. Basically, the same way we ranked Max Gig is what we now do to the myth. Yeah, we um, don't always rank uh, my gigs, by the way. That's uh, no, no, that was just a one-off. Um, so we've got life skills, life skills, um, practical things we learned, practical quite a lot. Uh, yes, we learned how to hunt a boar. Learn how to hunt a boar. We learned how to uh, throw a javelin into your friend. <laughs> I mean, I've been wanting to learn that for a long time. Uh, we also learned how to displace a god at a dinner party. Uh, yeah, I don't worship them. I just don't trip. Don't don't invite them to the party. Is yeah. basically the bottom line. Um, we we learned to uh, um, to shoot a boar in the eye and then stab it in the throat. Learn how to kill your uncles. We learned how to kill your uncles. Learn how to put out a fire and kill your son. Yeah. Uh, uh, learned. We learn that if your family member has killed other family members, the best thing to do is to kill... I guess that's immoral, right? A family member. That's immoral, right? I know. Uh, yeah. I suppose it comes out of you yeah. knowing how to kill... Okay, yeah. we'll skip all that. It's okay. Um, we learn how to have sex in the temple. Woo! <laughs> Desecration! Yeah. We learn how to... in Atlanta. Woo! We learn how to be a lion. We learn how to be a lion. Uh, we learn um, how to wrestle at a wedding. We learn how to wrestle at a wedding. We, know how... we learn um, how to kill centaurs raping you. Oh, that's so sad. That's sad. I yeah. feel bad. We learnt um, that if you leave a baby in the woods, a bear will <laughs> it, nurture it. It will. Uh, bears will suckle your baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trust people. We learned that if you're in a competition to win a woman, um, you as a wife, you just just steal some golden fruit from Aphrodite. Pretty simple. Or maybe just chat to her. Or maybe just talk to her. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I bet that guy didn't talk to her whatsoever. He's just like, I'm gonna kill everyone. And you, then you give him some fruit. Just getting married to a psychopath, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. So I think that's pretty decent. It was pretty decent. I think maybe a seven or eight? Seven? I think a seven. Cool. It's because it's not crazy high, but I think it's the right amount. Yeah. And morals. The moral stuff we learnt. We can't, you mentioned one earlier. What was it? Um, if you're going to be distraught about a family member's death, don't kill another family member. Remember, yeah. Uh, don't displease the gods. Keep them on board. Uh, when you create a Greek superheroes. Do some work, like Jason and Theseus did. Fuck all. Turned up, didn't they? Yeah. Got all the praise. Woo! Jason and Theseus and the others are here, and then nothing. did absolutely nothing. nothing. They were just present, and they not once did they step in. No, all that fighting and like <laughs> didn't. Oh, dicks. Um, oh, we'll have to um, be not sexist. We know how to not be sexist. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, they should listen to the dangerous cut smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, uh, I think there's a lot here, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of morals. I mean, the the dad didn't want a, a, a daughter and then later on tried to marry her, not yeah. realising it was his daughter. Um, we learned, uh, again, respecting the gods and like, not have sex in the temple. Not way. have sex in the temple and invite them to your parties. Yeah, learn uh, to, uh, to tie up animals to chariots. Um, 
if you're gonna get married, have some wrestling there. Like, yeah, yeah uh, have some wrestling. And I guess the main thing is uh, don't underestimate women. Women. That yeah. is, we've got a big moral. Yeah, yeah, which is that they are they're humans too, Matt. Yeah. I keep trying to tell him, but <laughs> <laughs> you're such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that is that is yeah. a good moral for this. Yeah, it's, it it's is. that you know that. Um. So. I thought there were more in this, uh, but I think it's more to do with... Uh, also, don't cheat on your wife. Don't cheat on your wife. And also, don't kill yourself uh, and uh, over your husband or son, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, so I think that's the main... Don't one. take revenge, maybe, is another yeah. one, because that was ultimately Meliagros' um, downfall, wasn't it? Is that he... Yes. Also... Um, too desperate to impress a woman. Yeah. That is <laughs> worth noting. She was also married, quite clearly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She had a... He was married and she was married. They just don't care about the they rules. They just don't care about the rules. Um, also, don't like killing me your first port call either. That's like, that's like, oh, you've disgraced me. Oh, yeah, I stubbed my toe in your door. Gonna have to kill you, mate. Yeah. Another thing I quite like as well that we didn't really mention, which is kind of moral. Melichloris' dad, Ionius, he was the one that didn't do any, didn't worship Artemis properly. Yeah. And then she sent the boar. Mm-hmm. So to remedy this, he got his own son to do it. Yeah. That's a bit of a dick move. Yeah, it also doesn't... He hasn't he made his, anything. Yeah, he, he yeah. made his own son try and fix his problem. His problem yeah. And he could have remedied it pretty fast by telling us sorry. You know? Yeah, but whoops. I think maybe seven here. I think it's seven. Creativity? I think it's very creative, actually. It's maybe not... Now, it's going to be different. We've got WTF coming in a minute. Maybe that's a bit different. But I think as a creativity goes, it's not that bad. I, I'm thinking about a six. I'm uh, thinking about a six. Because it's... There was the boar in itself. It's quite cool. The competition to, to, yes. to have a suitor. Uh, Greek suitors. Uh, and uh, also the Greek Avengers as well. Uh, I, I, I guess uh, turn into the lions, having sex in the temple. Um, the three different versions of the story different as well. Different versions of the story, which involved guinea fowl and them yes. hanging themselves. Actually, I think it's like a seven maybe. Cause it's, I think it's pretty good. There's a lot there. There is a lot there. So seven, seven, uh, seven, seven. Uh, WTF's pretty high too. We had a dad abandoning her daughter in the woods, yeah. and then later on trying to marry her. We had a bear suckling. Yeah, pedo bear. <laughs> pedo bear. Oh yeah, uh, here's a moral: don't let bears pedo you. <laughs> They're going to use the don't term. leave babies in the woods. Yeah. That's, uh, um, uh, the uh, WTF? Even the idea that Peleus killed. Yeah, for the javelin. <laughs> <laughs> Completely, completely missed. Yeah, missed the boar and got his own friend. Like, whoops. I, I want to see Peleus in his own TV show. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, it's almost WTF the fact that all these heroes turned up and did fuck all. Yeah, it's just did so <laughs> little, man. Uh, uh, the competition again—that's pretty WTF. The idea that you would not just make a competition to have a suitor, but the fact that you would make all of them die except yes, one. Yeah, that's brutal. Actually, that's pretty brutal. I, the I, raping of the centaurs—that's yes, pretty yeah. messed up. I'm thinking about a six. I, I, I think, think it's six. Maybe. Five or six, I think. I think it's six. We'll give it some credit. Okay, so uh, that is thirty. That's not bad, is it? That's it's pretty high. That one. Uh, I think we're a bit generous on that, but I think it is. That has a lot going with it. So that's. I think is that the. It's in the top three, right? It's, it's uh, joint second with uh, uh, part two of Hercules. I don't think it is thirty, by the way. Seven. No, no. Add seven is genuinely is bad. Twenty-one. Add six. Twenty-seven. 27. 27. Yeah. Great at math, guys. <laughs> it's twenty-seven, guys. Matt, yeah. Matt's jumping to conclusions. Still not bad. Twenty-seven is a decent. I think it, the right score. Yeah, I think the reason it maybe wouldn't it didn't score as high is things in the WTF. It wasn't particularly god heavy. 
which tends to be when it gets messed up. It was very human. It was very well. They're all humans, more or less, or mortals. Yeah, and even so, it was still crazy. Like the whole murdering everyone for. There's a lot of family relationship problems in that story. Yeah, uh, which you know, it's. Uh, I think we learned a lot, Dan. Did we you did. enjoy this? Episode? I enjoyed that. It was something a bit different. I think. Yeah, thanks for sharing that with me from my own book. I also now know where the word Atlanta comes from, which is nice. I'm not sure if it comes from... I wonder if the city's named after her. I don't think so. Because this uh, is obviously a big part in Greek... Sounds like she's a big part in Greek art as well. I, I love how you just jump to conclusions <laughs> again. You love to do that, you know. Because every other time you have to double check. But I love when you go, Nah, fucking, I'm going to riff this. <laughs> There's a place called Atlanta. I'm pretty sure that's why. I'll, put, I'll bet you five quid that it's not. <laughs> I don't know, but I just... I reckon... Should we do a bet? If someone can email us in, whether... Well, we, won't, we probably will forget, but email us in at misspodcast at gmail.com and let us know if Atlanta is it. And I'll, I'll, sh- I'll bet, I bet you right here now. Five No, quid. I'm scared because I don't trust myself. I'll take yeah. it back. No, five quick... Have some balls, Dan. Go on. But what if we can't find out? Well, we have we have an internet, Dan. Okay, five quid. I think the city is named after this woman. Matt reckons it isn't named after. He just thinks it's called Atlanta because... Yeah. For the record, me and Matt just shook hands. We've been heckled by a cat. We've just been heckled by Matt's cat. This is a blooper, isn't this it? This is an appropriate way to end this. <laughs> we'll just get her. Okay, okay. It's like she wants to be a part of the myth. Uh, she wants to be a part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, uh, thank you for listening to us. And thank you for everyone who's got in touch as well. Uh, we appreciate your emails. Uh, and uh, if you can tweet us at Miss Podcast, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter with uh, at Miss Podcast. And on top of that... Uh, if you can give us five stars on iTunes, that would also be greatly appreciated. If you could like leave a written review as well, telling us how amazing it is, uh, how much you want to be an engine um, boat, a speedboat specialist, uh, you can uh, just let us know on that as well. Uh, and if you have a really funny review, we might read it out on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, is there anything else we have to say, Dan? No, all I'm going to say is the ending jingle is coming now. It's coming in right now. You, uh, Dan. It's a uh, mate. Like, if you if you wanna, you you can edit it in if you want. I'll, I'll leave you to edit this one. It's coming in now, Matt. It's still not working. Thank you. Bye. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs>